What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode five of Calling All Craft Beer. I'm Luke. I'm your host, and today I have uh, Ryan with me. What's up, Ryan? Not much, man. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. So we brought Ryan on the show today. Um, Ryan is an army vet and also a power lifter and a, a buddy of mine who loves craft beer as well. Loves beer in general. So we're just getting him into the craft beer scene. So we're gonna live sample some beers here on the show, which is gonna be pretty cool. We're gonna give some reviews. Um, some basic stuff. A couple things that. You guys have definitely heard of, and maybe a couple that you haven't. So we're also going to dive into a little bit about Ryan's history in the military and uh, kind of why he got into powerlifting and some cool stuff like that. So let's get started with uh, talking about the brew we're sampling right here. So we just cracked open a uh, a, a, a pint can of uh, Dogfish Head 60-minute IPA. So Ryan's actually had 120 and said that it was a little too much for him. What do you think about this 60-minute? Oh, it's pretty good. It's just... I don't know how to explain it. It's a lot smoother and not like so in your face. Right. With the, uh, the flavor. <clears throat> well, 120 is 18%. So it's a, it's a hard, a heavy hitter. This one's what? 7.2, 7.0? 6%. Yeah. 6%. Yeah. So this one's even uh, <clears throat> a lot less alcohol. So it's not going to be as boozy. Definitely nice and smooth. It's crispy. You know, it's got a, got a nice clean bite to it. Yeah. It tastes, I don't know, like hop. It's hoppy, but. But not overly hoppy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. smooth. All right. So. Let's talk about the military. So what, tell me a story of how you decided to join the army. Oh man. So back in 2006, 2005, I don't know. Back in high school uh, or middle school, I went to a summer camp mm -hmm. and my, my counselor was like, uh, since we were older, she was like, I'm going to play Black Hawk Down because we used to have on, I think Fridays, we could watch a movie of our choice that was within reason. If it was R-rated, we had to get parent approval. Mm -hmm. So my parents approved it for Black Hawk Down. And, you know, being, like, surrounded by a family that was ex-military and, you know, stuff like that, I watched that, and I got really into it. And I was like, that's what I want to do. So you so you decided to join the military because you watched Black Hawk Down, ultimately. Yes. That was, like, the deciding factor. Yes. Have you guys, if you guys haven't seen Black Hawk Down, it's an awesome movie. So... That is probably one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. Because let's be honest, I mean, I don't. How many of us have not seen like a military movie? Like I just watched, like, um, oh, what's the name of the movie? The one that just came out, Twelve Rounds or Twelve? It's not Twelve Rounds. That's another one. Um, man, it's got a. Uh, I can't think of it, but it's but there's one that just came out. I loved it, and I watch it, and you're like, dude, it's the story of the sniper. American sniper? No, it's not American sniper, but it's the story of the sniper that. He actually went over there, kicked ass, came home, and then he ended up getting like murdered by his oh, friend. Oh, by the, the vet he took out to the yeah, gun range. they took to the gun range yeah. and hit, and the guy killed him and their friend, and it's insane. Yeah, and his uh, his name's Chris Kyle, but I can't remember the the name of the movie. It's twelve something. That was uh, that was American Sniper. Well, I think that I think both yeah. kind of tell the story, but that's a newer newer one. So um, so what was it about Black Hawk Down? You think honestly that just pulled you in? That was like, dude, I got to do this. Um. Uh... The one guy in the movie kind of reminded me of myself. He was like goofy and just straight out there. And mm -hmm. I, I can't remember his name. I think it was like Tom, Twombly or something like that. The okay. machine gunner. And he just always seemed like he was having fun and he was just a little crazy. Okay. So, so that kind of reminded you of yourself. Yeah. All right. So what did you do in the military? Um, most of my time was hurry up and waiting. Uh, my actual job was uh, line of sight radio. But what I mostly did was... Um, like running cables over in Afghanistan, and then a few times I went outside the wire and all that. Okay, 
So tell everybody, um, I know you got, uh, you were injured a couple of times. You got hammered pretty hard. So tell us, tell us a little bit about the first incident. Well, the first incident in general in Afghanistan was probably about 20 minutes after we came from, uh, for people that don't know, uh, Manas is like the staging, one of the staging points for when you fly into Afghanistan. So we flew into Shank, Fob Shank, which was one of the big ones up there. And like within 20 minutes of landing, they started shooting mortars and rockets into our base. And you know, me being in the military at that point for, let's see, this was a year now, mm -hmm. a, year and a, a year out of training. Wow. So after getting out of AIT for a year, uh, I had never been, you know, to a deployment zone. So I started hearing rockets and I'm just like, oh, it's somebody slamming a door. And then our sergeant comes running and going, hey, you idiots, it's a, We're a rocket. Yeah, right. Get in the bunker. Yeah. So I just literally was in my underwear. And I just ran. I was like, okay, whatever. And then it just went downhill from there. So what happened? Uh, that day, nothing. But there's a lot of crazy stuff that went on. I know one time you told me, didn't you tell me that you got that you guys ran over like a an, uh, an IED and a, and a Bradley or something? And that was nah, one of... Um, not a Bradley. We All we had was um, like MRAPs. Okay. So it's like uh, the Humvees that we had. Okay. But it was like a fancier one with like the V-holes. Gotcha. So when they when you get blown up, instead of the force going straight up, it like spreads out. Gotcha. That happened a couple of times. And I know I remember when I was in, um, not Kuwait, um, I'm going, I'm getting old. No, no worries. Um, Love the story, brother. Not Kuwait. I'm getting old, man. Don't worry. Just tell the story. Don't worry uh, about it. Long story short, I'm walking through the main city um, <clears throat> and we were just chilling. And, you know, I didn't really, I'd, I'd never been dismounted before because, you know, I did radios. And this guy, we didn't get attacked that day, but this guy started walking up to us and I had no clue what was going on. So I'm just like, yo, somebody's coming up to us. And then, you know, just basic stuff. We didn't get shot or anything, but that was the first time I probably pooped my pants. Really? Yeah. Just because someone kind of approached you? Yeah, like, I, you know, I, I never had training outside of basic for that. So when somebody approaches me, I just, I have no clue what's going on. So what did you guys end up doing? How did you encounter uh, that person? Uh, or About 20 of us pointed the rifles at him, and he was like, he started saying some stuff and like... Took off? And passed to, and then ran away. <laughs> so I don't know what he said, but... Okay. Well, let's talk about the uh, the one time... What what was the one time that you got, that you sustained some injuries? Uh, nothing serious. It's all minor stuff, but I don't really remember what happened too much. We were just driving down one of the... Because, you know, I didn't go outside the wire much. It was one of the main highways going from... Um, Fob Airborne, which is in Logar, which is RC East. Gotcha. And we were going to some other base for a mission to pick up some people because I just did a, I did radios and we were running like internet cable. And then one of the times we, we just, I, I just remember, boom, that's it. Wow. So where are you, where do you stand now with like your, with think, you know, would you think back on your time in the military and you know, what kind of what you personally went through, do you regret anything? Uh... Not staying in longer. Okay. That's actually, that's not common. Most people are like dying to get out. So to hear you say that you regret not staying in longer actually means to me, you know, that you, that you enjoyed your time over there, that you felt like you were making a difference. I wouldn't say that. It's just when you come out, it's, it's just so hard to adjust to life. Not even just because of what, you know, what happens. Mm -hmm. You're just used to waking up. On a set schedule, let's say, for example, we had PT at 6.30 in the morning. So I'd wake up at 5.30, mm -hmm. you know, get up, do whatever, go to PT at 6.30 until 7.30, get back. Just being on such a detail, like, same repetitive pattern. And then coming into civilian life, you know, they teach you 
this is where you are in ranking system, so this is what you do. And when you come out to the civilian life, you really have no clue what, what you're doing. So it's kind of like, yeah, so you're, you're basically, it's almost like going from like boarding school just to regular life. Like you're used to having a set schedule. Everything's kind of planned out for you. And then when they just kind of toss you back to regular life, you kind of feel lost. Is that kind of what you went through? Um, yes and no. I would say lost definitely. But more so what it was for me is when I first got out, you know, going from, this is one of the reasons why I cut back on the drinking because I used to drink a lot. And then going through that whole phase of like, you know, coming back from Afghanistan, not knowing what to do, and then being uh, into like I was definitely an alcoholic. That's for sure. I just, you know, come back to civilian life. You're, you know, you're you're pissed off at everybody because you don't have the same thing after deployment, and you can't. There's no way to really release uh, the stress. Right. So that's what actually got me into powerlifting. All right. So let's talk about powerlifting. Let's get away from the military a little bit. And just in case you guys heard that lapping in the background. That's my English bulldog Rose that is over here, like shoving her head up Ryan's ass. So I apologize for that kind of background noise, but she's a sweetheart and she loves people. So she wanted to be in on this episode. So let's talk about powerlifting, dude. What got you, you know, obviously you just kind of hinted a little bit that, you know, having an outlet for anger and frustration was kind of what got you started with powerlifting. But talk about where you started and where you are now. So in high school, it's been before that I did a semester of weightlifting class and you know in high school I never got picked on because I was like the class clown but I was really smart in math right so I always had you know people that were two age uh two grades higher than me in my math class and even though I was the class clown they're like wow this guy is really smart so all the older upperclassmen were always cool with me because I was funny you know right so I did a year of that or a semester of the uh weightlifting and I got into it and I was like oh this is fun and then when I got into the military, I did a little bit of lifting here and there, but mostly, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, planks, and all that stuff. Yeah, PT. Too. Yeah. yeah, PT. Mm-hmm. And then after I got out, you know, when I was going through my depressed phase, uh, this guy on on YouTube, who if anybody is familiar with uh, powerlifting, they know him as uh, Mr. Washer and Dryer, Pete Rubish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw how how uh, he was a little... Um, Nutcase? Mental? Yeah. Yeah. He's a nice, he's a great person. Yeah. I still talk to him all the time, but he was a little out there. Right. He had the same thing with me. He was, he was just, you know, he was pissed off at the world. So he, he released it through powerlifting and then just watching him deadlift in the beginning when he was like, you know, 750, 760, just throwing the weight through the ground and screaming. I was like, yeah, that's what I need to do. It's insane when you watch this guy. If you guys don't know who Pete Rubish is, I mean, this is the kind of cat that you see him do, you know, 750-pound deadlifts for reps. You know I mean? It's just – and the guy weighs, what, 198, 1200, 250? He's uh, like – nowadays, he's like two – well – 220, something nah, like that? I don't know what he is now, but at one point, he was like 260. Oh, he's – but he's not that heavy now. There's no way. He's probably like 240, 257. Okay. All right. Because, I mean, when you think about like back with me, I was over 300 pounds, and my – um my best total was uh, 20, 2250, 20, right? 2252? I don't remember it off the top of my head, but uh, like a eight, yeah, 868 um, squat, 768 deadlift, and a 585 bench. And yours is what? But here's the, here's the kicker, okay? Let's, let's really put this out there, okay? Because, d- dude, guys, if you're into powerlifting at all, Ryan impresses the crap out of me. The last time he competed, you competed at what? 
Uh, the one in November? Yes. 187.4. 187.4 pounds. And tell us what you lifted. Uh, and don't do kilograms because most people are not going to know that what that is. Oh, so they, they speak freedom units. They okay. speak freedom units. Okay. So it was uh, 462.9 something uh, squat with no knee wraps or sleeves. I do bare knee. Me too. So just yep. a belt and wrist wraps. Uh, my bench, which improved the most, was a 330 point something. And my deadlift was a 617. That is insane. When you look at this cat... That's more than three times his body weight in a deadlift. Two and a, two, two and a half times his body weight in a squat. Well, just under two and a half times your body like weight. That, yeah. And almost two times his body weight in a bench, which is, dude, that's just insane. So, and right now you hold your class record in... For uh, RPS for the military. RPS for the military. He holds his class record, which is for all three, right? And for your total. Oh, not bench, no. Not bench. Okay, so you got squat and deadlift and then your total. total. Yeah. Which is, what's your work score right now? Uh, This last meet is 421.08 is I think what they officially put it. Which is... Unbelievable for an amateur. Yeah, because like, you're. I mean, right now you're still an amateur. You haven't. You haven't done anything to become a pro. No. You know. And when's your next competition? Um, there's two possible ones. One will be in May, which if I do that, that will be in Orlando. Okay. But what I'm really hoping for is they get accepted into one of the biggest. Excuse me. The biggest meets in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, in the United States, which is Bossa Bossa Six in uh, Mountain View, California, which is ran by uh, Dan Green. Who, if anybody knows powerlifting, he's a uh, one of the OGs. Cool. And that would be in August. Awesome. Okay, so we're looking forward to that. So if you guys want to follow Ryan on IG, he's 198 Make Some Room. That's his uh, his IG handle. And uh, awesome dude. I've been friends with Ryan for a while, so it's really cool to have the opportunity to hang out with him, drink some beers, and do the podcast. So we just cracked open this uh, Dewclaw Sweet Baby Jesus Again. Chocolate. Chocolate peanut butter porter. I know. He hasn't gotten any yet. He's still finishing up his 60 minute because he's not, you know, the crap beer, you know, guru like me over here. So I gotta get a. You want to finish that sixty minute, or you want a new glass? What does it smell like? It smells like peanut butter. Oh yeah, I'll switch it. All right, we'll switch it. So let's see. We're gonna get a new cup, and my wife's gonna kill me because she doesn't want me using these glasses. But I don't care. It's a Coca Cola glass. Yep. Tell me what you think about that bad boy. <clears throat> it smells, it like, smells like peanut butter, right? Yeah, it tastes like a. It smells like a peanut butter cup. Yep. What do you think? Nah, I'm good. You don't like it? <laughs> no. So tell me about it. What do you think about it, though? Um, what don't you like? It's good because it tastes like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. But it tastes... It tastes like peanut butter flavored beer. Yeah. Right? And it, so it's not... See, the thing about this one that kind of sets me off a little bit, and I, I'm surprised because, believe it or not, Sweet Baby Jesus is not one that I'd had, which is is crazy because you would think I would have had this already considering the fact that I'm a crap beer nut but it's like coffee right it has it, it's the thing that's throwing me off with it a little bit is that you know typically when you drink a porter like this it's smoother it has kind of like a it has more of a sweet you know um a, it has more of a sweet softer palate at the end this is very bitter which is which is strange for me considering the fact that it's a chocolate peanut butter porter I don't really taste any chocolate at all I'm tasting more like, bitterness, which he, which would why you would equate it to kind of like a coffee flavor. It's not coffee, but it's bitter, and a, you know you get the nose is all peanut butter, yeah. and you smell it. Mm, I mean, it's all peanut butter. It smells amazing, which is odd that it smells so good, and then the flavor is just not quite hitting it the way that I would want it to. I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping that it was going to be a little bit better than this, but the good thing is is that we stuck to the peanut butter train today, and we got another peanut butter version that we're going to try, another peanut butter option that we're going to try next. 
And I have a feeling that that one's gonna gonna drive us home and be a, a winner for today. So if you had to rate the initial one, the sixty minute from zero to five, what would be your rating on the Dogfish Head sixty minute IPA? Um, I would say like a three point five because I'm not really an IPA person. I like more of traditional, like, like lager. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, yeah, let's mix. It's either I like. A terrible beer like a ying or not yingling like uh yingling's not terrible beer. corona i got you yeah. and then i love yingling so okay. it's like complete opposites all right so 3.5 and then what do you think about sweet baby jesus uh after taking a few sips it's definitely better right i got rid of the 60 minute mm-hmm. i'll say about the same 3.54 okay so you're definitely you're liking the sweet baby jesus more now than the 60 minute yeah well it's a different taste so okay i'm gonna top you off here a little bit more with this it's funny when you split these beers between two people there's not as much in there as you think there is it's like a shot you want to finish that yeah i'll finish it. okay I'm gonna hang on to that one i'm gonna go grab our third option for the day so been definitely awesome having ryan on the podcast so um thank you guys for listening and kind of getting to know brian a little bit so what we got with ryan i said brian so what we got here is we got a um chocolate peanut butter porter it's called nutter cup and this one is from Brewlink Brewing Company. So I have not had this before. The can is badass. I love it. It's got a, uh, a decapitated peanut on it. And um, it's 6.5% alcohol by volume. Um, it doesn't have an IBU on it. So I'm guessing that it's probably going to be a lot smoother. Can you put a, a screenshot of that on there? Absolutely, no? yeah. I'll do it. Yep. And uh, I'm enjoying it. So I'm enjoying this So this uh, conversation so far. So tell tell people how we met. Can I say the name of the place? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what was that? Probably November of 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Well, I met my wife in March. Well, I started dating my wife in March 2015, and I was still going to the gym. And then in, 2015, in November, my wife was like, you know, she was a little bit overweight, and she's like, I want to start going to the gym with you. So Ooh, you heard that. Go ahead. <laughs> so, she was a little bit overweight. And she came to me and was like, I see you going to the gym all the time. Uh, I want to go and make some gains too. So I told her, I was like, look, you can go with me. But if you give me some excuse to why you can't do something, I'm going to tell you to get the hell out and don't waste my time. Right. So, you know, at the time I didn't have a job because I just quit uh, my job at Publix because of, you know, overworking and, you know, not getting appreciated. So I got a gym membership at um, a gym called UFIT. Which some of you might know or might not know, it's it's like Planet Fitness, but they actually have you know bench and squat racks, <laughs> a little bit better. Yeah, it's a little bit better, mm-hmm. but you know it's still ten dollars a month, so it's you know it's feasible when you don't have a job temporarily. So I'm there deadlifting one day, and Luke comes up to me and goes, you know, I don't know, I don't remember the exact if you said it to me or somebody else said it to me first, but they're like, can you stop making noise with dropping the weight? That was not me. Okay, <laughs> somebody, somebody came up to me. Yeah, it might have been. I don't know who it was at the time. It had to be Tiffany or somebody because me, you know me. I mean, yeah. I, dude, I'm a power lifter. So for me, I would slam the weights all the time. And I actually used to get yelled at and I worked there. I was the fitness director. I actually ran the fitness department at this gym. And I, dude, he would he would come sometimes on purpose when he knew I was there because he knew nobody would mess yeah. with him while I was in the building. So so I was just, you know, deadlifting. And, you know, it's kind of hard even with 500, 520 pounds to put it down, poli- um, not politely, but, you know, quietly. Can you? <laughs> Rose is over here like humping his leg so and she's 90 pounds of English bulldog so you guys got to kind of get an idea here of what we're dealing with I'll definitely put a screenshot of her on the this episode as well she'll be part of the the graphic for the episode so go ahead. Uh, so I was pulling I think it was it was the beginning of 
2016, and I went for a PR on New Year's Day. It was like 520 or 515. I can't remember the exact number. And, you know, they're, they're always like, yo, you're making too much noise. You're making too much noise. And then a few, maybe a few days or a few weeks later, Luke came up to me and we started talking and about how I was doing, I wanted to do powerlifting and all that. And then from there, we just hit it off. Yeah. Cause he was like not being an, he was not being a, uh, you know, a butthole. Yeah. About, <laughs> about trying me. to keep it PC. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. And he's not being a butthole about me making noise. Cause I'm not like intentionally throwing it or, you know, right. Yep. So that was the end of it. Absolutely. Very cool. Uh, now it's been a couple, you know, two, three years now since we've known each other. Years, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I did definitely consider uh, Ryan to be a good friend. So it's pretty cool to have him here and have him as my first guest on the po- the podcast. So I'm going to give a little feedback here on uh, Nutter Cup from uh, Brewling Brewing. So this is, in comparison to the Sweet Baby Jesus from Duclaw, I like this more. Now, what I'm going to say you can drink it out of the can if you want. I'm good. So okay, the um, it's a little bit less of a, a peanut butter nose. So the I think the Dewclaw from Sweet Baby Jesus smells a little bit more like peanut butter. But I actually like the flavor of this one. It's a little bit sweeter. It's a little bit more, a little bit smoother. It still has a little bit of a bite to it. It tastes like a, but I think it tastes more like a peanut butter cup than it's, I taste chocolate. I don't taste as much peanut butter in this one though, right? Not, it's a little bit chocolatier. It's like chocolatey, but it tastes like coffee too. It does, and and I think the the the, the porter, you know, typically with a lot of porters, you're gonna, you're always going to kind of associate it with that uh, with a little bit of a coffee esque profile. But what I got here is definitely more chocolate than peanut butter. There's more peanut butter in the nose than there is in the flavor itself. Um, you get a little bit more peanut butter on the back note, which is as it cascades over the. Uh, as it cascades over the taste buds, you get a little bit of peanut butter with it. But um, I like this one more than the Sweet Baby Jesus. I'm actually enjoying this one a little bit more. I think this uh, this is a, a better overall balance brew. Um, I'm liking it. I'm digging this uh, Brewlink uh, Nutter Cup. So what do you think? Uh, it tastes. It doesn't taste as peanut buttery ish, but it's like um, this one's like I guess sweeter. And this one, the Nutter Cup, is more like. Flat, not flat, but what? It's not like a sweet tasting. Okay, so you think the the sweet baby Jesus was sweeter? Yeah, or not sweeter, but maybe hoppy. I don't know really how to explain. Okay, it. yeah, and everybody's. I think with ours, like you got to remember with beer, everybody's palate is different. So it's really cool to have two people here tasting the same beer because you're like, all right, like what do we have? And and remember, and right now I'm going to be honest with you, we do not have any palate cleansers, so it's not like we have a bottle of water sitting here that we're sipping. Yeah. We're going from beer to beer, so this might be takes a couple sips to really get a. Uh, to get a real clean grasp of it as my dog's over here dragging her ass on the floor. She must have an itch. It's pretty funny. So, um, so guys, you know, to, we're going to do a giveaway on this podcast. So what I wanted to put out there is I want, I want you guys to like and subscribe to the podcast. I want you to like and tag three people in the graphic for this podcast. And what we're going to give away is I'm actually going to be giving away a bottle of Morning Wood, which is Funky Buddha's. <laughs> he laughs at the name. Living Barrel Series. This is actually their their uh, their barrel aged version of maple bacon maple bacon bacon coffee porter. So this is a twenty eight dollar bottle of beer that I'm going to give, be giving away for free. I'll send it out to anywhere in the fifty uh, in the fifty states. I'll do all fifty, not just the lower forty eight. And um, so go ahead and like the pod, like and subscribe to the podcast, or subscribe to the podcast, and uh, like and tag three people in the graphic for the podcast. 
And let's say on next Friday, which is what, today is the 7th? So on the 14th, we'll pick a winner, and we'll post it on IG, and it'll be announced on probably like episode 7 of the podcast, because this is 5. We'll do another 6 on Monday or Tuesday, and then on episode 7, we'll announce the winner. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be pretty awesome. I appreciate you guys. Um, It was great having Ryan here today for this podcast. I look forward to the next one. Ryan, you got anything to finish off with? Yeah, for the, uh, the giveaway... Um, since I'm, you know, I'm relatively new, uh, I start, I just started training clients. So whoever wins, I'll toss in like a free three months. That's awesome. So see, Ryan's going to toss in a three, three month, um, training program, which, you know, diet and extra diet and routine, so to speak. Cause obviously some of you guys that win may be, you know, in California or something like that. So whoever the winner may be, he'll send you a diet and a training program if you're interested in that. So look forward to having future guests on the show. Thank you for tuning in later.